This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow, mixed with tequila and wine on an empty stomach. What's happening, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. Find this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher, and every day at 945. It's live on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. A couple of quick things. Tomorrow night, Thursday night, downtown Minneapolis, if you're going to be around uh, comedy at the Crane, stand up raw. We are doing another show. This is tapings of episodes 14, 13. 14, 13, and 12, right? Is that it? Yeah, I think so. Jesus Christ, man. We're just piling them on. If you want tickets for that show, just hit me up. Throw me a message. Send me a text. Send me in my DMs. We'll throw a couple of tickets your way. It's kind of comedy at Crane's way of saying, hey, thanks for all the sellout shows you guys have been bringing us. So these are these are bad, and they're freaking massive. Like Mira was talking about, is there going to be seating this time? I don't know. I hope there's not. <laughs> That's how you know it's a, it's the testament of a good show when nobody can sit. I love it. If you want tickets, I know there's a few people. Mira's already asked for them. I know Lynn asked for them. Dude, we'll get you on the list. It's all good. Come on down. Hang. Do the thing. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a good time, everybody. We're going to go ahead and pat your butt. Get your little patch on the bottom there. Friday and Saturday going to be at Gutty's Comedy Club as well. That's Southdale, Edina, Minnesota. Both shows 7.30. And then Saturday night, Club Underground at Spring Street Tavern. That show, The Dirty Show, happens 10 p.m. Bunch of material I got to burn. So come on down, check out The Dirty Show, and then you'll probably never see me do any of those jokes ever again. Because In my realm, I don't really have a, a lane for that. So... That's why I can't wait. 15 minutes of absolutely the dirtiest material I can come up with. And then after that, moving on with it. So should be cool. And then also on uh, June 22nd, Ineffable Brewing in Burnsville, Minnesota. That'll be fun. That'll be a hell of a show. A lot of good comics on that show. Uh, A couple of things I wanted to chat about. So my daughter, uh, her last day of school today. My daughter, before we left for the house, uh, was in before we left the house for school was in such a goddamn tizzy. I'm like, yo, what's up? She's like, I didn't, I didn't pack my lunch. Okay, we still got ten minutes. Bring it down. What's up? I don't think it's just the lunch because now you're upset. It's got to be more than just the lunch. I'm gonna get in trouble because I didn't. I don't have a uniform today. I don't know what I did with it. Okay, what's the problem? Well, I don't have a uniform and it's supposed to be a uniform day and I don't have a... Ken, I'm going to give you a piece of advice. It's your last day. Nobody gives a shit. Bring it down. Do you know how many people I know on their last day of work when they put in their two weeks just don't show? They don't even make the attempt. Not only do they not show up in uniform, they just don't fuck show up. So why are you getting upset, girl? No one gives a shit. Who cares? What are you going to do? Get in trouble? 
you're graduating tonight. It don't matter. <gasps> they're gonna kick. They're gonna kick you out of a class that you're doing nothing in today. I think you're gonna be just fine. I said in the car ride over. I appreciate the fact that you are upset with yourself. I appreciate that you hold yourself to a high standard, but you can bring this one down a little bit. I think we're gonna be just. We're gonna be okay. No, no reason to be upset. It's your last. It's your last day. Nobody gives a shit. At least I hope they don't. What's up, Chad? Hi, Mira. Who already got tickets for the show on Thursday? If you want your tickets, make sure you hit me up. I'll throw some free tickets your way for Stand Up Rod, Downtown Minneapolis Comedy at the Crane. Show starts 8 o'clock. What's up, Chris? What up, Craig? Um, so, yeah, last day tonight. I'm going to be that dad tonight at the, uh, the graduation ceremony. Uh, the biggest goddamn camera I can get. I'm going to be walking in there like Atlas. I like those moms that are just like, they run up to the front real quick because they want to get a picture and then they they zoom in and then it looks like shit and they never share it anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking to you, mom. Why don't you go ahead and upgrade? I'm sure you got enough shit lying around the house you could probably sell for 300 bucks to buy a decent camera with a zoom lens on it. You only get one crack at an eighth grade graduation. That's it. One chance. I mean, unless you have multiple kids, but I'm not going down that route. So I only get one chance at an eighth grade graduation. That's it. That's all we get. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it'll be fun tonight, though. It'll be fun to, like, see the kids, you know, walk across that stage. Uh, Mira, you need to update your stand-up dates calendar on the website. The problem is I don't have people who do that shit. I, I'm i so fucking busy taking care of everybody else's shit all the time that, I mean, I was five minutes late today because I was upstairs working on somebody else's stuff and then looked at the clock and went, oh, shit, it's 90 seconds to go time. Run your ass downstairs, knock this out. I get too busy and it's, yeah, I know, which I know I shouldn't make excuses. It's just, it's finding the time to do it and making it a priority. I understand that. You just got to make it a priority. If you got more than three priorities, you don't have any priorities. I got more than three, which means I have none. I understand that. I'm trying to figure out a way to tell everybody else to leave me alone sometimes when it comes to their shit. I'm tired of working on it. <laughs> But you ain't got a choice. You ain't got a choice. Hi, what's up, Tara? Nice to see you. You know what I will have time for now again, though, is um, free time for my dating life because that and that has been non-existent for a long time. And I didn't want to talk about it only because I was like, eh, you know, it seems like <clears throat> it seems like every time I bring it up, it gets jinxed. So I'm like, I'm just going to shut my mouth about it. I have been seeing a lady. For the uh, last couple of uh, weeks, maybe two months or so. And that shit came to an abrupt halt. Done. Done. Miram, LOL. Uh, we'll keep you straight. I, I absolutely 1000% agree with that. That is one thing that uh, the listeners of this podcast do is call me out on my bullshit. I ain't got time for it. Motherfucker, you posted four times yesterday. You ain't got time for it. Fuck you. It's one thing I love about this podcast that you guys are like, what's up? Uh, what's up, crappy thug? Uh, Chad Joe, I don't know how you do it, man. I don't know how the fuck I do it either some days. There's days. Amanda, what's dating? LOL. Yeah, so I uh, I was going out with this gal for about two months, and she was lovely. She was great. And I don't know. It just all of a sudden, she just like, Stopped answering text messages, just like fart in the wind, man, gone. And 
I feel like it's fine though. Whatever, man. It's okay. It's not a big deal. Um, I could kind of tell like she's great and bubbly and fun and but I just could tell like, oh, she's not ready for settling down with somebody, you know? I don't think she wants that life, which is fine. You should you shouldn't want that life, you know. Um I did make a, uh, a comment. This was a, a little while ago because I was wondering like what to do about this situation, you know, because there were a couple of things that kind of annoyed me, but I was like, and I had read somewhere there's either annoyances or deal breakers and you got to figure out which one is which, you know? And I was like, oh, these are annoyances. These are just annoyances. I can get past some of these small things. They're not a big deal. Whatever. We'll get past it. I'm not worried about it. You know? Um, she was always too afraid to let her makeup get smudged so I can never, like if we were going to go out, I could never kiss her because she didn't want her make, which I, to me is an annoyance. That's an annoyance. Like I'm trying to show you affection and she would like turn her head all the time because she didn't want her makeup smudged. Okay. I get it. It's an annoyance to me, but not a deal breaker. Nothing big, right? So an annoyance or deal breaker. And then uh, my friends had met her and they were like, yeah, no, 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 no. This is not, what are you doing? Dipshit. No, no, no. I was like, why? She's great, isn't she? They're like, hey, no, no, not, I mean, not for you, not for you. And I was like, what's the problem, everybody? And then they proceeded to explain everything that because I'm blinded sometimes when it comes to relationships, they're like, here's all the things that you're eventually going to hate. And I was like, come on, that's no. And then we were 1000% correct. They're 1000% correct. So I, um, I, uh, I was like, all right, you know what? That's the one thing about my friends, like Mira pointed out, is that you guys definitely call me on the bullshit, which I love. I absolutely love. Um, Danielle, dating, who's doing that? No, 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 suckers. That's who's doing that. Suckers. Sally, oh, no, did that gal have a cat stroller? No. That's what enticed me to her. That's why I was blinded. I was like, wow, no cat stroller, no baggage, at least from what I could see. For a little bit, anyways. And then all my friends pointed out, oh, no, 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 here's all the reasons why this is never going to work. And I was like, all right, you're probably right. Yeah. Um, my mom has said that to me one time, who I was always like, my mom's always got it wrong. And here's the thing, like, I know, like, I've said not terrible things, but I've, I've said very complimentary things about my daughter's mom. Even though we're not together, and even though we have our issues, we have our problems, for the most part... You know, 75, 25, my daughter's mom is a breeze. I know a lot of guys who deal with a lot of shit from their exes and people that they have children with. And my daughter's mom, not the case. Are there times where we have our issues? Absolutely. Does every co-parent? Absolutely. For the most part, do we make it work and we're cool with each other? Sure. I was gone for a weekend. She called me up one day and went, hey, uh, I'm going to have some girlfriends over. Can we use your backyard to like sit at the table and barbecue? feel fucking free. I'm not there. Just make sure you just clean up after yourself. I don't give a shit. What am I going to do? Tell my daughter's mom? No, I could, but why? She's not going to be mad about it, but I'm like, I'd much rather pick my battles. I'm not using the house anyways. I've let a lot, I've let a lot bigger strangers into my home than the person I used to live with for seven years. Okay. It's fine. Go use the house. Everyone's like, why do you do that? I'm like, cause I'm not a fucking asshole. That's why. Because I still have to be able to like, you know, be able to make decisions with this person regarding the small child that we made. So let's not be an asshole, you know? 
Amanda, LOL, easy to reapply makeup. That's kind of crazy. I know, right? That was one of the things where they were like, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Don't forget that. So if somebody is afraid that their makeup's going to get just a little smudged, think about the bigger picture. Think about what what are those things, what are the things that are going to look like when you do them and then she's upset about it because you did them. And I'm like, I guess I'm not, wasn't following it. But then after a while, I'm like, all right, I 1000% get it now. I get it. Um, I can get the smudged makeup, keep the PDA at home. Yeah, you, no, no, no. I'm not saying PDA at out in public. I, I hate that. I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan of people kissing in public and all that. It's gross and weird and ugh, ugh, no thank you. Um, I'm talking about um, before going out. I think I may have mentioned that before going out, like walking out the door because she didn't want to make, which is fine. Like I get it. Like you work hard and fucking sure. What's up, John? Hi, Alina. How are you? So, I don't know. So, I just said, uh, you know, on the way back from Kansas City, I shot her a line. And I was in Kansas City for a few days. And I, we had chatted on Thursday real quick because I was driving past her place on my way out of town. I said, hey, are you home? I was going to stop by and say hi. And she was like, no, nah, I was on a Zoom call. And then, you know, the kids were over. And I said, okay, whatever. Not a big deal. I will talk to you when I get home. Just knowing that I'm out of town working, doing things, that kind of gives grounds for people not having to communicate for a couple of days, which I'm cool with. It'd be different if it was like I was sitting at home for three days doing nothing. I was traveling and then working while I was traveling and then doing shows at night and then editing those shows the next morning and then also working and maybe taking in a meal or two and checking out the city where we're doing stand-up in. That's kind of a fun thing. So I, I had not talked to her in a couple of days. And on the way back from... Kansas City, I shot her a line. Hey, what's going on? How are you? And she's like, hey, just working, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, it's totally cool. Get it. Uh, what's your schedule like this week? Boom. Nothing. 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 Um, I'm For somebody who has their phone at their hip, you know, nonstop, I'm like, all right, dude. I think that by now, the way dating works is that by day three, if you have not communicated with somebody or returned any text messages... That means, in fact, I actually, actually uh, accidentally butt dialed her last night and was like, oh shit, and then still no return. And I'm like, okay, well, that obviously. Silence says a lot, does it not? Silence says a lot. Michael Hunter, how are you, buddy? I was uh, showing your picture to a guy this weekend. You guys ever like have to do a double take? I was in Kansas City and I'm at the comedy club and I walk out of the green room and I start walking down the hallway. And I see my friend Allie, who is at the show in Kansas City. And I'm like, what's up, Allie? How are you? And then I see she's standing next to a guy. And I'm like, does Allie know Mike Hunter? Does she know? Did he travel all the way from Seattle to be at the show? My friend Allie's husband looks identical to you, Mike. Identical. So when I saw him, I was floored. I'm like, oh, shit. Wait a minute. Is that? Holy I, I mean, literal doppel. I had to pull a picture up of Mike and be like, "This, look at this picture." And Allie's like, "Dude, that's my husband." I'm like, "No, it is not. It's <laughs> definitely not your husband. That is my guy, Mike." And they look exactly alike. Handsome fella. Handsome as the day is long. I'll tell you that. Handsome. So. Yeah, man. Great time in Kansas City. But anyways, uh, but that's good. You know what, though, man? I like kind of dabbling in a, a little bit of dating every, you know, say, I don't know, four or five months. 
and then realizing that it's all going to go tits up and then just pulling it on back and being miserable and lonely. Being like, I got to get out there more. I got to go. I got to meet somebody. I got to get out there. More. And, then, and, then, and then I get in a, a relationship with somebody and I go, that's bullshit. Oh, getting back to what I was talking about with my mom. Um, my, my mom, I was dating this girl and we were living together. This was after my daughter's mom and I had split up and my mom didn't like her. And of course I'm bitter and I'm like, fucking you guys don't know what you're talking about. And then one day my mom and I got into an argument at my sister's house and she basically said, here's the deal. I will be, I'm going to level with you. If you would have had Kinley with that woman, that woman would be taking every single last dime you have. And then my mom walked away and I was like, that's fucking bullshit. That's bullshit. That's, you are so wrong. And then I got in the car and I got halfway home and I was like, yeah, I think mom's right. I think my, I think this woman would take me for everything I have. Even the shit that wasn't hers, man. She'd come into my, she'd come into my bank account like the Grinch. She'd be taking the last can of who hash. She'd take it all and have no remorse about it. So I went home that night. I'm like, I don't know if this is going to work. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I'm selling the house. I'm moving. She's like, what do you, where, where am I supposed to go? I was like, figure it the fuck out. I'm out. And then the way she had, obviously I didn't do it that way. Cause that would have been a dick move, but I'm like, I'm thinking about selling the house. And she's like, what about us? I was like, well, maybe, maybe this is a good sign that you and I take just a little bit of a break. And then from that moment on, man, she was just like, oh, it was fucking awful. It was so bad. So I'm like, ah, you know, my mom was right. That woman would have taken everything I had. Uh, any updates on the stalker lady asked Mira. No, no, no. I did get a text message from her. She had stopped contacting me for about three weeks. And then she texted me out of the blue, a very, like a, a another sort of like weird stalkerish kind of text message. And like I said, I was just hanging on to this stuff for the cops, just in case I need the cops. And she basically... After that text message, like 20 minutes later, it texted me back and was like, I'm sorry, and I'm just upset, and I'm angry. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're upset and you're angry about. I told you right away I did not want to date you because you fucking lived almost an hour away from me. So you kept you kept putting pressure on and kept asking if we could hang out more, and I'm like, no, it's, just, it's too far of a drive. And then we do hang out, and then I figure out that you're a goddamn psycho and then tell you that it's not going to work. The same thing I said. And then you proceed to tell me that I used you. I was like, I don't know what I used you for. You came over. We, you brought me some cookies and that was it. But I used you for 73 cents worth of cookie dough. That was it. Fucking okay. Great. God damn it. So anyway, that was that. What's up, Trish? <laughs> you came in right at the right time. Uh, Danielle never understood the whole ghosting thing. We are all adults. Use your words. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't say that I've never done it, but I definitely can say that as I've gotten older, having those conversations with people that it's just not going to work out are much, much easier than what they used to be. So, uh, Alina getting ghosted is the worst. I will be left wondering if I did something wrong or if they really didn't didn't like how I look. What? Is that what you think? People would think that? I, I think people do it because they are uh, insecure and shitty. And I also believe that they have a thing about like not wanting to hurt people. So if they just ignore it and go away, 
then they don't have to worry about it. They don't have to see the, the look in your eye or have that awkward conversation. You know, I've done it before too, where I've been like, listen, um, here's the deal. I will, this is not going to work out for us, but I think you are a nice person. I think you're, uh, you have a lot to offer. It's just not where I'm at right now. Like the gal that I broke up with in the restaurant after Des from the morning show was like, you know what you got to do? You don't want to do it at your house because she'll never leave. And you don't want to do it at her house because then she's going to trap you. Here's what you do. You do it at a restaurant. Ask her to dinner tonight and then tell her it's not going to work out. And I was like, that's a great idea. And then as, the, as we're sitting at dinner, the words are leaving my mouth. You know what? I just don't think this. And I got right to about there when I realized, abort, abort now. Where, don't do this. Holy shit. This is, and it turned out terrible, terrible. It was awful. She made a huge scene. Everyone in the restaurant knew what was going on. When the waiter walked by, they had set the check on the table. And I reached for my wallet while she was still yelling at me. I reached for my wallet and I pulled out my credit card and I just literally held my credit card up with two fingers and I waited and the waiter walked by, didn't even ask like, oh, are you ready for me to pay the check? I just held it. The waiter walked by and literally took my credit card out of my hands and just kept walking like, I'm going to save this motherfucker right now. I am going to save this guy from what he is going through. And he took the credit card and then she got angry and then got up and left the table. And the waiter came back like two, three seconds later and had run my card and was like, uh, everything okay? I'm like, yeah, we're just breaking up. He's like, yeah, we all know. <laughs> we all know. Everyone knows. Trust me. Everyone in the kitchen is watching this unfold. Oh, it is, it's a thing of beauty. I'm like, yeah, 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 I get it. And of course, she walks out. I pay the tab. I go, And the other thing is, is that when I got there, she was like, I already know what I want. And like the waiter is sitting there and I'm like, oh shit. Uh, okay. And the guy's like, what do you want? And she's like, don't you always get the patty melt when you come here? And I'm like, fuck, I do. Um, okay. Uh, patty melt it is. And then we patty melted it up and she, I didn't eat and she didn't eat. So the guy's like, you want to box that food? I was like, you bet your sweet ass. I'm not spending $37 on food and then not taking it. I was like, box it up. And I walked out with all the food in my hand. I could tell that pissed her off because she saw me from down the street. And then uh, I drove over to my brother-in-law's house and him and I enjoyed a, a nice IPA with a couple of patty melts. And then that was the end of it. There you go. Uh, Danielle, awkward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan, LOL. That's funny shit, dude. Hilarious in hindsight. Super goddamn awkward in the moment, man. Awful in the moment. Mike, haven't been able to get to an Applebee's since, huh? <laughs> it was two for 20. Everyone knows that that Thursday night two for 20, best deal in town. You can't find it anywhere else. Get yourself a Bloomin' Onion. Wait a minute, that is Outback Steakhouse. Well, they got to have some sort of Bloomin' Onion. I want, I want crispy onion rings. I want me one of them uh, poo-poo platters that have all the samples. You tell, I'm telling you, it's the best place to break up. Because afterwards, when she splits, you can get yourself a 132-ounce beer for $7.99. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
How do we get here, everybody? Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every day at 9.45 a.m. It goes live on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Don't forget, Thursday night, tomorrow night at uh, Comedy at the Crane, you want tickets for that show, just hit me up. We'll get you some free tickets. Get you in the door. Show is at 8 p.m. Friday and Saturday, I'm at Gutty's Comedy Club in Southdale, Edina, Minnesota. And then Saturday night, 10 p.m., Spring Street Tavern Club Underground for the Dirty Show. Wednesday, June 22nd, another big one. That's a Wednesday night, Ineffable Brewing. That is uh, down, not downtown, that is Burnsville, Highway 42. More information, I'll get that up onto the uh, Facebook and the Instagrams. Thank you guys so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.